0: Hey everyone, it's Logan, back with the first episode of the new year. I hope you all have had a very happy New Year's celebration and that 2021 will be far better than 2020. Now to talk about this beautiful Heat 352. The 1960s was a period of innovation for Peterbilt. One of the biggest changes was the model 352. The 352 switched a lightweight aluminum cab with a 90 degree tilt. That was called the Unilite cab. Uh oh. (laughs) Guys, I'm getting ahead of myself. I need to backtrack to 1939 and briefly go into the history of Peterbilt trucks. Who started it all and what led to Peterbilt's success throughout the years? Theodore Alfred Peterman started the rise of Peterbilt from the very beginning in 1939 to the very successful company of today. T. A. Peterman left the logging industry and soon developed an interest in buying surplus army trucks and improving them for heavy hauling. This satisfied T. A. Peterman for a number of years until an opportunity came up in 1938-1939 with the Flagel Truck and Coach Company. Wait, 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 wait. I have to jump back to who the Fagel Truck and Coach Company was. The Fagel's Motor Company was founded by Raleigh, William, Frank, and Claude Fagel in 1916. Fagel Motors manufactured motor trucks, farm tractors, and automobiles in Oakland, California. The Depression of the 1930s was hard on most manufacturers and the Fagel company fell into receivership. The bank assumed control and reorganized the company under the name Fagel Truck & Coach. Entered T.A. Peterman, who bought the factory and its contents in 1939, and he bought that from the bank. This led to the first Peterbilt truck being produced in 1939. Peterman's first few trucks that he had built were the Model 334 and the Model 260. Both of these models were known for their all-steel cabs. When World War II started, Peterbilt focused on showing their expertise in truck manufacturing by creating the Peterbilt Model 364, which was known for being a very dependable workhorse. Unfortunately, T.A. passed away in 1944 after five short years of success and a year before the war ended. After T.A.'s death, his wife sold the company to a handful of the managers. Once the war ended, Peterbilt set new goals to reach. In 1953, Peterbilt introduced its red oval logo which proudly adorns every new Peterbilt that comes off the assembly line today. 1954 came along and Peterbilt introduced the Model 351. The Peak 351 became the longest production run in Peterbilt history. Peterbilt was in for another major change in 1958 when Pacific Car and Foundry purchased Peterbilt Motors Company. Pacific Car and Foundry later changed their name to Packard. The relationship with Packard has lasted for more than 60 years and still going strong. The Model 352 ushered in a period of innovation for Peterbilt. During the 1960s, Peterbilt switched the 352 to a lightweight aluminum cab that had a 90-degree tilt known as the Unilite cab. The next big addition was made on the Model 358 with the addition of the Peterbilt BIRD hood ornament, which is still being used on the hoods of Peterbilt trucks today. There are more years of history for a later time, but we are back to where we began with the Peterbilt Model 352 COE. This is the 1979 Peterbilt 352 Pacemaker Cab Over Truck. It has the 86 inch single bunk cab on it. And then it comes in the standard Neo scale models box. It's a hardboard sleeve, the little mirror piece in the back, and then a clear display case with a hard plastic base plate. That is really nice to keeping our models nice and dust free. Turning them up so you can see the item number it's Neo 64042. Now let's go and pull him out of here so we can look at him, and we'll get that sleeve come on. Sometimes they do get a little bit stuck if you twist them just enough, but that's all right. I'd rather have that than some of these other boxes that don't really protect the models. It's screwed down to the base, so it's well protected when it's in the box. You can see that display case is nice, clear plastic, so you can see all the way around it, and you can really see in and take care of the model. It'll be nice and dust free this way. Now let's go on and open them up. Be careful not to clip the truck when you do that but they just pop right off. The truck is held down to the base plate with two screws and it is a resin cab sitting on a die cast frame. Die cast to make them great durable heavy duty trucks whereas If they had a resin frame, they'd most likely break. But with these die cast frames, there's no reason that you shouldn't put these on your layout. And this cab is the 352 that Neo came out with. Came out before the DCP. And it has got much finer details than the DCP. Because you can do better in resin than you can in die cast, actually. I know people want to say that you can't, but uh, they're wrong. You can do much finer details in resin. Now to hold these so you don't break any of the other parts like the stacks or the mirrors, hold it between your thumb underneath the base plate and your forefinger on top of it. Then when you twist it over, it's easy to get to those screws. Two little Phillips head screws, easy peasy, and they come right off. Sometimes they can be a little cantankerous and get stuck, but no big deal. Just grab them with your fingers and pull out. Now, don't lose them because you want to be able to put this guy back in his box when it's done. Now, it also says on the base plate, Peterbilt 352 Pacemaker, 1979. That way you know which one goes in it because the screw pattern is a little different from truck to truck. Now, we'll set it aside. And it's got those two little black pegs and all there for is to hide the screws when it's put in the box. Now, let's go on and pick this guy up, let like this. Isn't that sharp? Beautiful blue and white paint scheme. Two-tones were so common back in the day. It's got aluminum five-hole fronts and aluminum five-hole rears. They're silver on the front with blue caps, and they're white on the rear with white caps. Pretty nice. It's got the quarter fender there, and it's got your fuel tank, your air tanks underneath, and they're painted body match blue there's your battery box in silver your fuel tank is in silver now it's not chrome plated and we're used to the chrome for the flash but the problem is it these are probably far more ac- accurate because most people ran aluminum tanks and didn't really polish them that much not so much chrome but they did run chrome it has the better style the sink uh step there on there and then the step and then it's just got the bar down instead of the step grab bar which has a tendency to break really badly this just has the single bar it's got a little vent door there the door handle is a photo etched part so be careful with a door handle then you got your toolbox door there and then a sleeper vent there there's a mirror here and then it's got the turn signal there it's got the peter built logo and a marker light underneath Ain't that nice. Now we'll turn towards the front. What makes this guy goofy is that bumper. Those are not very common in the U.S. Now you'll run into them in Canada and in Australia, but they're not very common in the U.S. And what's even funnier is this truck has Texas plates right there on the front. So... I guess maybe it's because of bulls, maybe. But they did a nice job replicating that bumper, which just we don't run them very much. Behind it, you can see individual jewel-style headlights, two in each pod. And then it's got a a photo-etched grille right there with a black piece on it. Very, very nice piece. You can see the two little hand bars where you can hold on to while you're uh, washing your windshields and you get two photo etched windshield wipers. Interior of this guy, it has a gray dashboard, a gray steering wheel, red seats, red walls. Everything else interior is red. Peterbilt classic. Then you can see that Peterbilt logo front and center right under the windows. The windows are photo the windows are vacuum formed uh, windows and then they have a little black ring that goes around them. You can see it has a silver visor up above the windows. Very very nice. Those vacuum-formed windows are a little softer than what we're used to, but at the same time those vacuum-formed windows actually are clearer than the hard plastic ones that we're used to. Now, coming to the passenger side, you can see right under my finger there, that is the air intake. <laughs> the air intake for these cat for many of the 352s, I actually just went straight through the cab. Now you can see underneath, there's the air cleaner, a step, and then the nicer grab bar instead of the step grab bar thingy. There's the uh, other step. You can see it's got the Peterbilt logo, a marker light. It's got a photo-etched door handle there, so be careful with it. Mirror, turn signal. Little extra door window there so that you can use that mirror and see what was beside you. Plus they got the the little extra mirror there. Silver fuel tank, silver steps, white underneath, blue two-tone paint scheme. Very, very beautiful. Another quarter fender and your fuel tank. Turn them around to the back. You can see the dual exhaust. There's the muffler and there's a grab bar in each one. And these heat shields are cast in and the detail is cast into them instead of the little uh, decal that they use on some of them. Go under there, you can see the Texas plate, the individual jewel style uh, brake lights on the back, and then tipping them up, it has a little deck plate there, and then you can see a little bit of back of engine detail, just enough to give you the idea it's back there. Not any more than that. The mufflers, and then it's got your 45 degree miters on your stacks. The fifth wheel is pivoting, and it's got the standard uh, hole size for um, DCP first gear straight kingpins, which is the standard in this size. The wheels are resin, and the tires are sort of a rubberized resin. They're pretty nice, and they're very, very durable. The cab is very durable, and so is the frame. Turning them up to the top, you can see that uh, silver visor. And you can see two uh, roof air horns and then the individual bullet-style roof lights. They're silver with a little orange paint on the front to make them look like they have amber lenses. You can also see there's that uh, air intake pipe right there. And then there is the grill or the deck plate piece. Pretty nice. Going underneath. It says Neo Scale Models, 164th Peterbilt 352 Pacemaker, 1979, tampoed on the die cast frame rails. Then you can see it has the bottom of the engine detail and the transmission detail cast. That's all cast into the frame, so that's die cast metal. There's the uh, air cleaner, your air tanks, both your fuel tanks, drive shaft and second drive shaft. Nice suspension detail. Spring suspension front with a nice axle and tie rod. And then it's got cast made in China on the axle. And then Pete 352s were common for hauling basically everything. But with that Texas plate, I'm betting this guy was really intended to haul cattle trailers. So, because I love to show them off with a trailer so you get a real good idea what they should look like, I've got a vintage 40 foot livestock trailer here, and I'm going to hook it up to it. That way, you can get a real nice idea what it looks like with a trailer. That trailer is made by Top Shelf Replicas. There's supposedly another run coming sometime, but I don't know when or anything else about them. I know a lot of guys have asked, and I wish I could still get them because now they're popular. When they first came out, they were pretty slow, but now they're quite popular. But, that's the Top Shelf Replica's 40-foot Wilson Livestock Trailer hooked up to the Neoscale model's 1979 Peterbilt 352 pacemaker with 86-inch single bunk cab. You can't look at where trucking is in the United States today without thanking the pioneers like T.A. Peterman and their innovations in the early days to get the goods moved easily and more efficiently. Without innovators like T.A. Peterman, the trucks and the trucking industry today would be very, very different. I hope you've enjoyed the video. Please be sure to like this and subscribe to keep up with all of my future videos on the best die-cast and resin models made. There's a link in the description below to purchase the Neoscale Models Peterbilt Model 352 COE that I talked about to add to your collection. Or you can go to my other website, farmtoysandmore.com, and buy many other Neoscale Models trucks. Remember, these models are made in extremely limited numbers, and when they are gone, they really are gone. Also, to help support this channel, I've got a Patreon page, and would love it if you would go on and sign up over there with the link in the description below. I'm Logan, the 64th Gear Jammer Skeel, founder of Advantage Diecast, and I'm closing up the Southside Warehouse doors on another episode of Toy Club.